What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation Broadcasting. Back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back after a week off in the heart of the universe here in Clarendon in Studio 1A and back again for episode 160. And here to get us through this episode, to my right, of course, is Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Uh, well, let's start off with soccer. Mm, so yes. do you feel at all that you're cursed? <laughs> yeah, the whole Germany thing. And they, they're, they're ousted for the first time in, I don't know how many years. Maybe we'll bring in our other co-host and he can let us know. To my left, of course, it's Williamy Docs. Docs, what's up? Yeah, you jinxed him. <laughs> you jinxed him. The, the streak is back. Farley's team suck again. But isn't there also a streak of the previous Cups winner? No, it's five of the last six. Five of the last six. All right, explain. <laughs> Hold on. You guys are talking in code here. Five of the last six World Cup winners have failed to get out of the uh, group stage of the World Cup in the following World Cup. Got it. So only only one of the last six teams has advanced to the knockout stage. So it's not that big of a surprise then. It is a very big surprise. Every, mm. every time that happens. I mean, last just last year, Germany won the Confederations Cup. They have hmm. more depth and more talent than any other country. Uh, it's, it's very surprising. Um, but what's not surprising is that one of your teams failed to live up to the expectations. <laughs> you know, I, I was, I was thinking about that when there was, we had a text string about this and, uh, you guys kind of give me a hard time. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I thought about, well, my, my Washington Capitals just won the Stanley Cup. My but, Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. Big deal. Right. Well, I'm just, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm not the jinx. But then I thought, well, did I really go on record and give up on the Caps? And you that's did. the reason why they won? Mm-hmm. I don't recall going on record, but I'm sure there's know, audio of it somewhere. That is just such an amazing <laughs> device. I'm sure there's audio somewhere. So... I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I am. Maybe there is such thing as a jinx. Maybe there wasn't a DC sports court, court curse. Maybe it was a Farley uh, sports curse. I don't You're know. You're just a bad sports fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, well, what else is going on in the soccer world? Uh, so Iceland's I just wanna, out. I want to get it, get this out of the way early. Okay, I, Iceland's out. That was your team. That so, was my team. Yeah. yeah. Well, there maybe six, you're the jinx. Sixteen teams remaining, mm-hmm. and. It's an opportunity for us to uh, wipe the slate clean, okay. and we pick a second round. Team. Redraw. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, I recently went to Mexico. I'm going to pick Mexico. I think I. Okay. I. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't pick them first time, but yeah, Mexico's my squad. I wish squad. you did. I don't <laughs> like Mexico. Uh, Joanna, um, redraw for us. I'm a little torn. I I think I need a week to. All right. No, okay. no. All right. Well, here's I Brazil, Senegal, or England would be okay. my. Three All right. Well, come Senegal up, got eliminated this oh, morning. Seminole. Okay. So. So it's Brazil so or. I'll go Brazil. All right, Brazil. Yeah. All right, uh, Docs. Belgium. Belgium. Belgium's gonna win. They okay. are. They are just unbelievable right now. With but they they they're always unbelievable, and then they they flame out in, well, in the uh, knockout what, round. What is what is the the. Go ahead. Striking to me is, or what what I what I see out of this is that there's no real solid favorite. So if the U.S. made it, mm-hmm. could have they have won the whole joint? Of course. I mean, of course. <laughs> or I gotta not, believe. Not really. <laughs> no, I think that that uh, the United States could win the World Cup with some luck. 
I mean, you I mean, just get in the, way the they were get in the tournament. Get in the tournament, and you know who knows. Yeah, I, that's step one. I'm, yeah, that's an important <laughs> step one. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, they uh, actually the, the the tournament has been exciting. I've watched more uh, than I thought I would. So uh, even without the U.S. in it. Uh, I think they've they've done a good job. I, I know you guys have enjoyed it. Do you feel like your geography has gotten stronger? No, okay. no, no. <laughs> you say Belgium, I'm like I think sort of towards Germany, uh, but I'm not sure. I know they got a similar flag as Germany. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's why I probably so associate pretty, them with pretty, Germany. Pretty good uh, points yeah, that yeah. you just made right there. So they're probably close. We've talked about Belgium before on the show. Yeah, uh, and and talked about which countries border Belgium. So we're not going to bore everybody with yeah. that repeat. Go back and listen to an old episode if you want to know where Belgium <laughs> is. Um, Mexico, I got. That's pretty easy. You know where that is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but Brazil, Brazil, I believe. Honestly, I'm gonna. Are you kidding me? Uh, I believe is in. Why do you Why do you even put yourself out there like this? I know. Seriously, uh, South America. That's what you were going with? Yeah. You couldn't even know it was in South America? Yeah, it is in South America, right? Yes, okay. but it's just so frustrating right. that it took you like a 10-second pause to, to right. confirm that. Okay, so, all right. So I feel good about it. I'm not going to get any <laughs> more specific than that. Um, really quick, when I was a kid, they had a gifted and talented program at our mm-hmm. school. And uh, to get into the gifted and talented program, you have to be tested. Mm-hmm. And um, I passed a lot of other parts of the test, but... For geography, if this makes you feel better, they asked me where Brazil was, and I said Europe. Nice. All right, I do. But feel I was. Better. She was three. I was six. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, I I at least got it right, and I didn't use Google. I know mm-hmm. people are probably thinking, "Oh, he cheated." I did. I don't think so. I think people are listening to this and saying, "Like, why did it take you that long to?" <laughs> That's true. Just kind of point to the right area of the map, not even pinpoint it on the map. All right. Well, we've picked our teams. That's your soccer update. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've picked our teams. It's Belgium for Docs, Brazil for, uh, for for Joanna, and Mexico for Farley. So uh, we will uh, keep you updated on how our how our uh, teams do in the World Cup. We will be picking teams again next week yes. after the second round. Well, I, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say people are you know people are probably following the World Cup just through us. So sorry we were off last week. Uh, we were off last week, and I want to get to uh, what uh, everybody was up to and why we were off last week as part of the agenda for today's show. Uh, also in today's show, we've got a Where Are They Now segment, and some a former guest, a recent former guest, with a pretty nice accomplishment recently, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Boston Marathon winner who's uh, going to have a new home uh, sometime soon and what she's going to do in the future. Uh, we're also going to talk a little of, about Western states. Uh, there was a the race, not the actual map. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, there was a record set at Western states this past week. Uh, Western states um, is in Auburn, California. I didn't know there was an Auburn, California. But, you didn't? Uh, no. Well, I knew there was an Auburn, Alabama, but now mm-hmm. I, I found out the Auburn, California. And who plays in Auburn? Uh, the War Eagles. I don't know who plays there. Is there is there somebody else who plays in Auburn, Alabama? Yeah, in Auburn, Auburn Al- Alabama. Yeah, it's Auburn War, War, War Eagle or Auburn, right? Uh, but I don't know if anybody in Auburn, California. So we're going to talk about that record set at Western States. We're also going to have a local guy, Kyle Northrup, 
who ran Western States uh, this past week. Western States is a hundred plus mile race. It takes them more than a day to do. Uh, so we're going to talk about his journey uh, to finish that race in 29 some odd hours. Uh, so he's going to join us in studio here today. Uh, so excited to talk to Kyle. Kyle is also our ultra rep, one of our ultra reps, uh, ultra shoe brand. Docs is wearing a pair right now. I'm ultra, not, A-L-T-R-A. Yes, I'm not wearing it's, a pair right uh, now. We're former guest Sarah Sellers signed. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we had Golden Harper, the founder of Ultra. So uh, Kyle works for Ultra. He ran the Western States race. We're going to talk to him about that. I, I don't really know a lot about Western States, so I'm excited mm-hmm. about this. Well, interview. then you'll do great in the interview. <laughs> uh, also on today's program, we're going to talk a little about the USA Championship uh, and track that happened this past week as well. Uh, a few topics from that. Um, and I've got some other, like, if we can get to them, we can get to them. You know, Should we're I go get the week. vase? <laughs> Maybe. We were off a week, so mm-hmm. I have these these oddball topics. If we can't mm-hmm. get to them, we can't get to them. But we'll get to them at some point. They're they're sort of evergreen, as they say in the business. So, uh, mm-hmm. we, Am I in the business? I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But before we do all that, and before we get feel to feel like I'm on the outside, <laughs> before Joanna. we get to Kyle, um, I, I did want to talk about where you guys have been, and I want to talk about Docs is running, too. So Okay. Let's um let's talk about uh, the week off, uh, Joanna. Where'd you spend your time? Joanna, where are where have you been? <laughs> and how 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 was the week away? Um, so I went to New Jersey. Okay. Um, I have breaking news: the major race in Minor Town was canceled. Oh no! They yeah. found gold. <laughs> it's a zinc mine, uh, which is why it was surprising they found gold. <laughs> so the streak is over. The streak is over. And your dad is off the hook, so now he doesn't have to race you anymore, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's too bad. That's really too bad. Did you guys go on a run together anyway? No. Did, <laughs> did you guys go on a run together wearing miners hats? No. No. That was a really disappointing weekend all around, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's too bad. All right. At well, least for the story, you guys should have done that. PBR, you should have. Yeah, should have uh, came up a, with that. You should have put a hard hat on and gone for a run. <laughs> uh, so for you, some light bulbs. But it wasn't a disappointing week in New Jersey, I'm sure. No, no, no. It was yeah. a good weekend. It's Father's Day, yeah. so it's always nice, nice to spend that with my dad. Um, and then I went to Portland, Oregon, and okay. then I went to Seattle, Washington. Question, Joanna. Yes. Going back to Father's Day, did your father ditch you, go to the uh, casino, bet on sports, and drink beers? That sounds like a great Father's Day, actually. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he spent uh, time with the family. Weird, because yeah. I, I know somebody else yeah. who thinks that's an ideal Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we went on a family hike. We had a barbecue. Mm-hmm. We did drink beer. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Craft beer. Craft beer. Oh, yeah. Well, it was good until I hear that. Um, all right. Well, that, that sounds like a a, uh, a pretty busy week. You said uh, Seattle and Portland? Seattle and Portland. Mm-hmm. I wow. went hiking uh, in both places, camping in Seattle and the Cascades. Uh, I never, whenever I come back, I just can't understand how we live like we do in D.C. There's no humidity oh, out the there. Oh, the humidity thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well. Uh, people do know that you can't stand the humidity. If you're a listener of this show, mm-hmm. you obviously know that you can't stand the humidity. But you're probably it, hitting fast forward a couple times. It sounds you know like this conversation sounds like be. also from a conversation we had before we came on air that some of our vendors are starting to realize this too. Um, did they did they learn that from listening to the show? Maybe. Okay. Well, I mean, we we don't need to say what the vendor is, but the vendors vendors are giving you special deals. Now, because you hate the humidity, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's the 
The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're both right. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I, I know that uh, then you're hating today because as we sit here on Thursday, uh, June 28th, it's about as humid and as hot as it's been. And the rest of the week doesn't look very good. No, I should really go oh, to the God. West it's Coast later in the yeah, summer because really it just sets me up for hating yeah. the summer because it's just so nice out there and it's just so yeah. hot here. Or you should just go to the left coast and don't come back. I've considered. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk uh, about uh, how the running or how the weather has affected Dox's running. But first, I want to talk about my week off. I went to New Jersey as well. And went to uh, first I went to Cape May, uh, New Jersey. Spent the day with uh, Julie and James. There just one day in Cape uh, May and then took the ferry. Or actually, we took the ferry to Cape May and then drove up to uh, Long Beach Island. Um, and then I came home, and this week, our nanny's out of town, mm-hmm. and oh my god! I mean, this has been the most difficult week of my life. I won't get in. I won't bore you with the details, Thank but you. Um, man, if busy if, babysitting, yes. If, if ah, you, that if was a trap. If you, <laughs> I tricked you. Anybody whose nannies are, are on summer vacation, man. Now, here's the thing, man. Uh, you're supposed to take care of your kid. Yeah, that's true. The the fact that you don't have that extra help resets you to normal. Not mm. it doesn't make life worse. <laughs> right. It resets okay. you to normal. Right. Okay. When you have help, when you have help from a nanny, <laughs> that's that's like a bonus. That's right. not the way it's supposed to be. All right, that's good perspective. Okay. Also, my sister sent me a text message on Father's Day that said, "Happy Father's Day." To every all those fathers out there, except for those that refer to watching your kids as babysitting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so she didn't re- recognize me for Father's Day. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right. So that was my uh, week away, Docs. Uh, your week away and you're running. My week away. Uh, my oh. week away from you two was from wonderful. Show, right? Yeah. Um, I got a lot of sleep on a Sunday night for the first time in a month or two. Yes. Uh, which mm-hmm. was which was nice as well, uh, and I've been watching every soccer game ever. And yesterday, I even went over to one of my friends' houses, and we had two TVs on to watch. That's right, because they're playing the games mm-hmm. at the same time now. You okay. watched or the, they were. the matches yeah. simultaneous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that right. was that was wonderful. He said my eyes hurt, and I had a headache at the, in the evening. Yeah, it's hard to pay attention <laughs> to both screens. It's yeah. a lot of TV watching. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I but I feel like I'm in good shape, uh, and, nice. I, and I can make it through this uh, tournament. Oh, I uh, thought you were talking about your running. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've I've been training really. Well, we could talk about my running training, but I've also been training to watch a lot of television all at once. Yeah, yeah. and so like I'm in my my prime right now. You've been pretty to, consistent with that, though, right? No, I've I've more I have recently. to work on that. Yeah. And, you know, we're, I've been watching a lot more sports leading up to the World Cup yeah. to get to get in shape for the World Cup. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, running wise, I have been training pretty pretty well. Pretty I think. consistent, huh? Yeah. Workouts, the whole thing. I have to do workouts. The whole nine. You know why? Long runs. Wow. You know why? Because uh, I have a coach. Oh, you really? Have a coach? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I hired a former guest in April. Mm. We had uh, Heather Stevens on, and she started her coaching team. And I was like, you know what? We talk about me getting coaching all the time. Wow. So I, I reached out to no her. No kidding. And she is coaching me, and she pushes me harder than I would push myself. Like, wow. I do all these, like, these six-mile runs where I do, like, four miles easy, and then I have to push it for the last two miles. I'd never do that. Wow. Ever. And she's got me on the track. 
uh, which I wouldn't go on the track if it was up to me. I would just do like fart licks <laughs> and stuff like that. And and I feel like my mileage has built up a, a, a lot quicker. Um, and like for me, the most important thing was like the accountability. Mm-hmm. So there's also days where I have a run on my schedule where I probably would convince myself yeah, I don't re- I don't need to run today. Right. Because because when I'm even when I'm running, I don't run seven days a week. I, I need some days off. So I think I'm getting extra runs in as well. So it, it's been really good. And I would encourage anybody out there who is kind of stuck where you are running wise to consider getting a coach. That That is, I mean, on the down low, yeah. Docs didn't want to mention it because I think he didn't want to, um, he wanted to wait until he had experienced some success, which I think you, you, you see. Well, I don't know why you didn't figure it out because I was telling you I'm going to, going the, track to the track and, and telling you, yeah. you I had very specific workouts. You're just so self-absorbed you didn't <laughs> think about, like, what does that mean? Like when we went yeah, to go run, gotta, yeah. we were at the lake yeah. and everybody was running for an hour. And I was like, well, I got to run for 80 minutes. Run. Right. I got to run for 80 minutes. Like, why wouldn't I just run for an hour wow. with my friends? You just, you're just too busy talking about yourself. <laughs> All right. It's at Feather Stevens. <laughs> at Feather Stevens is, is uh, Heather on Twitter. We did have her well, back she, back in on April, uh, on the show in April. I think she was in March. On March, so I, okay. I, I, I reached out after the show. That's a awesome, A little bit man. after the show. But um, what I would say is if you do want to connect with them, it's uh, Heather Stevens and Kristen Metcalf. Mm, okay. And it's I think it's Rad running.com yep. yeah i'm looking at it now man it is radrunning.com kristen metcalf and heather stevens nice yeah and, okay and so basically my goal right now is just to uh run 21 consecutive years of sub three hour marathons <laughs> that's a pretty good goal that's a pretty good goal. how many have you done uh, 20. You've yes, done 20. 20. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for yeah, 21. Yeah, yeah, no asterisk needed. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome, man. I, I, I should have... I should have realized should have something was together, up. Yeah. I should have pieced it yeah, Terrible detective work on my mm-hmm. part. The problem uh, is you don't like any of my runs on, on Strava. If you did, too, you might have figured it well, out. Well, I've seen he, I've seen him. He's, you know, getting a little fitter. You can tell he's mm-hmm. getting a little fitter. I think he's, mm-hmm. he's well, less... I cut my hair. Less ornery. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, less ornery. So there's there's some factors also that I should have recognized, other than the fact that he's going for specific track workouts right. and long runs. Mm-hmm. Do you okay. want to do a track workout with me today? Uh, I wish. If we didn't have this event, I'm, I'm, I would be interested yeah, in that. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that is uh, fantastic news, Docs. I'm glad that um, – you're utilizing a that wasn't even my guest where are they now segment i know who's doing great things oh, but, yeah. but it fits that bill and the agenda that we laid out earlier so we so we can double down for our yeah. for our yeah. listeners how yep. exciting for them yeah exactly and if you're gonna sign up with them mm-hmm. for for some reason tell them you heard about them on the podcast yes they're, they're not call. advertising good call but uh well i think that's a great idea actually because if enough people mention it maybe you'll start getting some free sessions or we'll get some credit for it. And there's nothing more I like than getting credit. You like to get credit. I do like yeah. to get credit. So. I, don't, I don't know how we can benefit off of this, yeah. but I, I still would like to make the connection to be Absolutely. like, hey, we heard you on the podcast. We heard about you on the podcast. Yep. Because what we're about here is just getting everybody out there and, and, and running and, and fit, no doubt. Achieving their goals and running 21 straight years of <laughs> sub-three-hour <laughs> marathons. That's right. 
right. We're going to talk to a guy who probably could do 21 straight years of sub three hour marathons. Well, he has he to just, be 21 years old first. <laughs> he just finished Western States. He's our ultra rep, Kyle Northrup. He's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna and Docs, we are excited to be joined in studio by a recent finisher of the Western States 100-mile endurance run. It's Kyle Northrup. Kyle, how are you, man? Oh, I am just so, so great. So Good. excited well, to be here, for, finally. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. Um, you're passing a belt buckle around, and we're going to get to that. But mm-hmm. I wanted to share to these guys how I first met Kyle uh i didn't know who kyle was uh and it, when you it, first met him that's no. <laughs> kind of sense that's kind of well, how I didn't it know works. Kyle yeah. was before the beer mile i believe it was two two years ago and um, yeah. we were doing a, a wacky contest where if you did a some sort of instagram photo and the best instagram photo would win a prize so this guy pretty you know re- relatively fit guy in a half shirt and a crop top a crop oh. top that says ultra on it uh, sends a witty, funny Instagram post, and he wins the prize. And I said, wow, this long-haired, crazy, fit, wacky, beer-drinking guy just won mm-hmm. the thing. And uh, he comes up, and he celebrated like someone should celebrate when they win a prize. You know, I hate when you <laughs> yeah. I, I hate when, when, when you give somebody a prize, and they're like, oh, okay, whatever. Thanks well, for what nothing. What was the prize? Yeah, thanks for nothing. I think oh, it was, I think it was, it was 20 bucks. I think it was money. It was yeah. $20, cold hard cash. You know, when you start you know, these these events where you have a couple beers, you start, you know, creating prizes and start pulling cash out of it. Yeah, so. Just exactly. making it rain. Yeah, so I, I gave him, it was 20 bucks, and uh, I didn't know he was our he was our ultra rep, but uh, yeah, so good beer miler and obviously a good uh, ultra runner as well. Can I can I point something out? Mm-hmm. Um Kyle had the belt buckle from the the race that he just finished. Mm-hmm. We're passing it around, and then Farley says, when he when it's handed to him, he's like, "Well, before we talk about this, let me change the subject." Right. And then he just hid the the belt buckle, like uh, thinking right. that he's going to give it away. Yeah. Kyle's very nervous. I have no yeah. problem speaking up for Kyle. <laughs> Farley, you make sure that gets yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is something that I did not earn. It says hundred miles one day. Western and it does States say his name time. on the back. That's of amazing. It. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Wow, it's Kyle. Kyle Northrup. Wow, very cool. All right. Well, that was my first encounter with Kyle. Kyle is uh, a fantastic rep for Ultra. Uh, so he works the Pacers running stores. Uh, meanwhile, I-, I didn't realize you were so big into the Ultra scene. When did you kind of get into running Ultras? Oh, yeah. So it's it's really funny. So I graduated college um, like 2015 mm-hmm. and then quickly kind of was like, you know, I was a 5K, 10K guy in college, right. and I wanted wanted more. Um, I, you know, I kind of actually, I, I skipped the marathon. I, I was going to say, more might be, you know, yeah, half marathon, marathon. Yeah. Um, so I actually skipped the marathon, uh-huh. and um, I had some buddies that were really big into trail racing. Um, a great, I was living up in Boston at the time. Um, there's this great running group called... Uh, trail animals running club and it's an ultra it's an ultra yeah they all their races are 22 dollars, whether it be 5k or 50 miles wow so uh i did why 
Yeah, why the $22? They want it just to be accessible for everyone, okay. you know. Okay. So to really get the bang for your buck, you do 50 miles, but right? Yeah, exactly. I think the question is $22. Why couldn't it be mm-hmm. just the I, I don't 20 know. That, yeah. exactly. that I gave him when he was at the beer mile? I don't know. Anyways, that's fine. Yeah, so no, the, show, but go ahead. the yeah. first thing I did was pace my, my buddy Joe for his first 100-miler. Wow. I paced him through the night, um, and he was like a zombie, and I was just like, uh, I was just uh, making sure he wasn't like off right. the trail and getting lost. So, so when you pace him, you're not running the whole hundred miles. No, I ran, so I, ran many, like, uh, I ran like I ran like twenty miles. <laughs> I ran like twenty, 20 miles, miles with him. So. Okay. And then uh, the next uh, the next spring, I ran uh, my first fifty k. Okay. Um, I placed top ten. I ran four twenty wow. for a fifty k. That's so it's like eight twenty pace. Yeah. And then uh, I was really aggressive in my build up. A lot of people take a lot of a couple of years to go from 50k to 50 mile to 100k and 100 miler. Right. Um, I really got into ultra running um, kind of as a, uh, a coping mechanism for I was going through a lot of stuff at the right. time. Yep. And the farther and farther I went, the better I had felt about myself. Wow. So I was kind of aggressive with it, and I went from 50k to 100 miler in in 11 months. Wow! So this was not your first hundred miler. This obviously. was so wow. the funny thing about uh, about Western states, it's kind of the the Super Bowl right. of hundred milers. That actually was the first one, um, and the only thing you can compare it to in the running world is Boston. Mm-hmm. So to get into Western states hundred, you have to qualify by finishing another hundred. That is pretty difficult. There was a couple hundred Ks in on that qualifying list, but you have to finish another hundred first to qualify. Much like Boston. Okay. And there's a lottery process that's also very difficult to get into. So even if you qualify, you're not necessarily guaranteed a slot. You're not. No, there's a lottery process where um, you get the first year you get a qualifier, you get one ticket in the lottery. And then if you don't get picked the next year, you get two tickets, then four. Wait, do you have to keep qualifying? You have to keep qualifying. Uh, yeah, so for so. you have to run like a 100-miler, a qualifying 100-miler every mm-hmm. single year to stay wow. in the lottery. All right. Well, let's be honest. Let's pull back the curtain here a little yeah. bit. This 100-miler is presented by Ultra. So you had a few more than one ticket in there, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I only had. I actually only had one. You had one ticket? So I had one ticket. I mean, you ticket. could pull some strings. To get, I could not, you no. Could, really? Wow. I had one ticket. In one lottery ticket in uh, 15,000 tickets. Wow. Uh, How many people make it in? 359. Wow. Um, that so truly I, is like a lottery. It's a, I had a, true a 1.7% chance of getting in on my first ticket, and I did. So just if people are wondering what kind of uh, people are ultra runners, we're talking about a $22 entry <laughs> fee. We're talking about 359 <laughs> people getting into the race. Right. Just a lot of different odd numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's funny, yeah, the, the ultra running community is, is a bunch of maybe. odd people, I yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the people that were too odd to stay in the marathoning community. <laughs> and they were like, oh, man, we're just going to put those people all out in the woods yeah. and not talk about <laughs> in them. in the hills. Yeah. yeah. Um, these guys are just all wearing button-up shorts and Speedos. We're just going to push them in yeah, the woods yeah. so they don't and have just to just do <laughs> odd stuff like $22 and $359. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no connections for all, for no ultra. connections. Wow. I got no preferential a, treatment yeah, for awesome. uh, the lottery, even though ultra is the, uh, the main the sponsor, sponsor of the race. Very yeah. Cool. So yeah, ultra is the main sponsor, the presenting sponsor. I was reading, um, a little blog that ultra did. Uh, you were one of three athletes who were on team ultra. Yeah. I think you guys called it. Yeah. You were competing at Western States, right? Um, is there a lot of camaraderie between your group? Yeah. So what was really cool is, um, so the race starts in this little ski town, mm-hmm. uh, Squaw Valley, actually where the 1960 Olympics were. 
Okay. Um, and you actually, the start of the race goes up the ski lift, uh, up the, the ski. You're on a ski lift. You're not on the ski lift. You're going, you're going, uh, you're going Seems up easy. the ski slope. Okay. Wow. So it's this little tiny ski town and we actually, um, ultra rented out a, a ski lodge. It slept mm-hmm. 25 people. We had all of our athletes there. Wow. Um, the night before the race, we had this big giant dinner. We had about 40 people What'd at you the eat? house. Oh, I had a lot of salmon, salmon. Uh, nice. some asparagus, nice. some risotto. So um, there's this, yeah, huge, huge camaraderie. Yeah. And, and what I think is different about the ultra running community as opposed to, let's say, the road running community is whether you are, you know, I've never seen a road race where the guy who wins the race sticks around and then for the last person to finish, to finish right. and congratulate them, which actually happens at a lot of these ultras. The people wow. who win, the sponsored mm-hmm. athletes are just staying around for the vibe and, you know, congratulating people. Is that why they're staying around or is it because they physically cannot move? <laughs> Sometimes it's because they physically cannot move. But, you know, it's funny because I think the reason why we love the running community is how tight-knit and close we are. Yeah. And I would, you know, challenge you guys. I would love you guys to come out to an ultra race, a trail race with me because that tight-knit community that exists within the, the road running world is even tighter and closer and a little bit weird. You're inviting <laughs> us as spectators. Right? I would love you guys <laughs> to come as spectators. Yeah, right, right. you're not weird enough to actually compete, Doc. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, so the, the race. Let's get into the race. Uh, the Western states. I've heard of Western states. Like you said, it's the Super Bowl. It's the of, Super Bowl of all ultra running. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Philadelphia Eagles probably would do pretty well in <laughs> yes, it. Yes, exactly. they probably would. Yeah. Uh, the runners travel a hundred. Plus miles, it's a hundred point two miles. Yeah. So point two. I mean, first off, why the point two? So it's really funny because Western States actually started as a horse race. Okay. Um, called the Tevis Cup, and it used to celebrate, you know, uh, horse racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day in 1973, this guy um, was racing it, and his horse got really sick, so he ended up running the rest of it. And then he was like, the next year, he was like, I'm going to try to race all these horses and see if I can beat them. <laughs> um, but it actually, um, it was always kind of a 100-mile race. Did he? And he did. He, oh. he beat some of the horses. Wow. Some of the horses. But um, so then they finally, you know, this kind of became a bigger thing. They measured the course, and they're like, oh, yeah, we think it's 100-ish. And they measured it was 100.2. 100. 100. Okay. So they wanted to keep the same course. Course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the course has changed a little bit over the years but um it's relatively the same it, but it, now it's like a thing that it's a hundred now it's the two. thing a hundred yeah. point two, two miles. yeah mm-hmm. um so it says uh and this is on we'll tweet this out the ultra blog that uh kyle was in along with uh some of his other ultra teammates uh it's from squall valley to auburn california battling high altitudes sometimes snow river crossings and suffocating heats in the infamous cannons Canyons. So that sound, sounds like, uh, yeah, canyons, sorry. Cannons? Yeah. <laughs> they have the cannons? The infamous cannons. Yeah, they have cannons shooting they, at yeah, they, canyons. They yeah. run through uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a lot, other than minus the cannons, because yeah. the cannons, that was a... Canyons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. So, yeah, it's a, it's a So pretty... did you experience all that? I mean, it's high altitude. It's sometimes snow, river crossings. Like, tell us... Did yeah. you experience sometimes snow? I <laughs> did. There was a, there, This year was not a snow year. It was um, not. Last okay. year was. Last year, there was a lot of snow on the course. Okay. Um, but this year, there, there wasn't. So I didn't really deal with a lot of snow, but... Um, it was the ninth hottest uh, year on record. Wow. Um, it got up to, at the finish line, it got up to 102 wow. degrees. In the canyons, which are always notorious, very, very hot, it got up to about 108, 109 in the shade. Wow. Yeah. 
So it, you um, finished this race in basically a day. Is that the – I think you, you – In order to get the, the belt buckle, well, you have to be 24 hours. I was 29, hours. 27. Yeah. So, so there is a special – there's two sites of buckles. Okay. There's one if you finish under 24. Uh, gotcha. You get a silver buckle. Got it. And then if you finish under 30, you get a bronze buckle. So uh, I was very close to that uh, that final cutoff. Wow. So 29 hours. Mm. I mean – Wait. How do you get a gold buckle? Uh, I think you got to win the race. Well, win it. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Goals. Uh, so you're out there for 29 hours. Like, I, I, I just, I've run 150 miler, but I just cannot relate to being out there for, you know, well, you're, better part you're, of a day or over a day. You're not by yourself. You have a crew. Okay. Yeah. And so you've I, crewed in the past. So how did you, how did you put together your crew? How did you ask them to come do this gigantic task with you? Trick yeah. them. Trick them. You <laughs> trick them. Yeah. So guys, let's go on vacation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it, that's actually kind of how I did it. My first hundred Zion last year. Wait, um, in Utah? In Utah. Yeah. Ooh, I like that, that was my qualifying race. I was dating this girl, my current girlfriend, and we were only dating for about a month and a half. And I said, Hey, do you want to come with me to this beautiful, beautiful location? You want to come to Zion, Utah? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, what's the catch? I was like, you got to you know, stay up for 30 hours and, and tie my shoes for me. Um, <laughs> but the, thing with, with, the thing with Western states is that people, if you, people find out that you're in, people are going to be like, hey, you need some crew. Like mm-hmm. You need some pacers. Um, so I had my aunt um, and my girlfriend Alana, they were mm-hmm. amazing. And I had some other people too. I had my, my best friend Joe, who I had paced him for his first hundred. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple ultra employees that I roped into, uh, roped into coming with me. So I had about eight people with me. Wow. So, so at all points, somebody is with you. Um, no. So for the first hundred K for the first 62 miles, mm-hmm. um, you are no pacer. The only time you have help is at the aid stations, which are about five, you know, three to five miles apart. Mm-hmm. How do they get to the aid stations? They have to drive, they, which wow. is actually it takes longer to drive to some of these remote distances wow. than it takes me to run. Now, so wow. would you have like one crew at this aid station and then a different crew at the actually, next aid station? Some people do d- two different crews. I had yeah. one crew. So like the first 30 miles of the race, I ran solo without a crew. And then 30 miles, I got to see them for the first time. Okay. And then I ran another 25 miles and I got to see them at mile f- mm-hmm. you know, 55. Is that what keeps you going? You're like looking forward to Oh yeah. To I'm like, oh, I just got to like, I got to go five <laughs> more miles. And then like, I get to see, you know, all my friends and my girlfriend. So mm-hmm. keeps you going. Yeah. Now, before you come into the aid station, do you untie your shoe just to make your girlfriend feel useful? No, I like I just sit down. I like it's it's kind of like a NASCAR pit crew. Like yeah. I uh-huh. I have a chair and I yeah. like sit down and like I'll just kind of like lay out and they'll be like, "Hey, Kyle, do you need new shoes and need new socks?" And they'll do it for me. Right. And like someone else like is filling my backpack up with fuel and a headlamp and maybe a change of you know an extra pair of socks or some sunscreen. Right. So I'm just kind of laying there like I'm like the NASCAR just like. Mm-hmm stationary and like there's a bunch of people like whirling around above around me doing all this good stuff for me so how how long is each pit stop um so about three to ten minutes really so like i can be in and out you know there were some aid stations where i was in and out in like two minutes some of the bigger ones Mm -hmm. you know uh really kind of cruxes of the course um there's there's one part of the course where you literally have to ford a river um that's now explain what fording a river yeah, means. I, I, to thank you. You literally just have you. to you have to go across this like three foot deep river, and they just string a rope across it, 
and you have to like pull yourself across the river. What mileage point is this? That's at 78. So that's, that's like irresponsible. This is, you, I, mean, this is, I could die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I crossed the did river. They have lifeguards. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, I crossed the river at four in the morning too. So I was oh, like, wow. Joanna, you could be a lifeguard yeah. for it next year. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so some of those bigger ones, like I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna change, you know, I'm gonna change my my clothes, I'm gonna change my socks, I'm gonna change my shoes. Mm-hmm. So some of those are like ten minutes, but you know, the smaller ones, it's like. What two about or three. meals? I mean, do you, or do you ever sit down there and just have like a plate of something and just like risotto and salmon? <laughs> yeah, no, that was the um, before, I guess. Sometimes, sometimes I will. Um, this race, um, because the aid stations are a lot closer. Um, I'm mostly just fueling with stuff I can grab on the aid station table and then going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ate a lot of you Oreos. You forgot to bring your own food. I <laughs> know. Oh, I, I had my own food on my pack, but you know, I ate a lot of Oreos, <laughs> ate a lot of Cheez-Its. Like normal Oreos or like, yeah, like golden normal. Oreos, no, double stuffed? They were double stuffed. <laughs> I had a lot of watermelon. Wow. Okay. Um, at one of the... Oh, ca- Kate Murphy would love that race. <laughs> yeah. At, um, at one of the uh, aid stations, I had uh, a Popsicle. They had popsicles. Wow. And I just, uh, usually there's like a communal plate of salt. It's just a big plate and they just pour salt on it. So you can like dip anything you want in salt. Huh. And I just Salted took my, anything. I took my popsicle and I rolled it in the salt and I had a salted, salted popsicle. Pop- nice. Gross. And it was, it was that sounds like, very good. Yeah. When you're like 48 miles into a race and it's very, very, hot? very hot. I understand. Yeah. That's like yeah. the best thing in the world. I'm actually going to use that in my summer training. Yeah. yeah. Salted, salt, popsicles. salted popsicles and also favorite of mine, salted watermelon. I do like salt. So what are your other running in the heat yeah, tips, tips here? Yeah, since you spent a hundred miles yeah. in yeah. the heat. <laughs> so um, what's really cool about running in the heat is your body um, acclimatizes to heat really, really easily. Is that true? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> if you're normal. Physiologically, yeah. it only takes you about uh, two to three weeks to acclimatize to heat. So about two to three weeks before the race, I was you doing... You should be there then, what am I, doing you, I was doing a lot of sauna training where I would sit in the sauna um, at about 180 degrees for up to an hour. Wow. What? Yeah. So and then you would go for a run. And then I would go for a run after um, sitting in the sauna for. Yeah, a I had one really killer workout where I sat in the sauna for ten minutes. Then I did the treadmill on an incline for ten minutes, and I repeated that for two hours. Wow, that was a killer workout that I did. So it was like an hour of running and an hour of sauna, ten minute intervals. Wow. Um, I also at one point. Um, because I had moved and there was a sauna at my apartment and then I moved and I didn't have the sauna. Um, driving home from work every day, I would just turn the AC on, off, <gasps> and I would put the heat on and I would just drive home sitting on the beltway like with the heat on. Wow. For, like, this guy's hour. committed. You've yeah. earned, you earned that. Yeah. So I, um, <laughs> and then like a week before the race, you would always, even if it was like 80 or 85 degrees, I would be in a, in a parka oh um, and, and pants. <clears throat> um, so I was, re- I was ready for the heat. It, it, but if you're wearing wow. a parka and 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 pants walking around DC, don't people like think that people you're suspicious? People look at you. People yeah. really look at you. Yeah, I got a lot of looks. Yeah. How um, how often were you stopped by a government official? Never, not once. Never. Irresponsible government. Yeah. So this might seem like a silly question, but do you sleep at all, or you don't sleep at all? Um, no, ever? I don't. <laughs> I don't well, I mean, sleep during ever. the race. No, some some people might take like 15 minute cat naps, <laughs> but um, I. Did not sleep for like about 34 hours straight. So wow. do you have caffeine like at the aid stations? Yeah. Get so caffeine? one of my big secrets with sleep is I actually do a caffeine detox. So like any drug, mm. caffeine's a drug. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have tolerance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, three months before the race, I cut out all caffeine. 
Wow. Cold turkey. And then for three months, I have no caffeine. And then I try to go on race day as far as I can into the race without having caffeine. And then when I have caffeine for the first time, it's been like three months. Wow. And it is rocket fuel. <laughs> Doesn't it give you a headache? So I start in really low doses. I'll start with like 25 milligrams um, of caffeine, which is about the amount of caffeine in a goo. So I'll start using caffeinated goo and I'm like, oh my God, this feels so amazing. <laughs> I am ready to go. I am like, I am power. I am, you know, I am woman, hear me wrong. <laughs> and then, you know, it's, it goes from there. So now I'm, I'm really happy that I can have caffeine again. So that's what, that's what keeps me up. All right. So let's talk about the race. Uh, first 30 miles by yourself. Um, you said you couldn't have a pacer until about mile 70, right? About 62, yeah. All right, so 62 miles. So what are you thinking about during these first 62 miles? I mean, I guess you're seeing your crew along the way. Yeah, but I only had seen them twice. I mean, you got to put yourself in some sort of place that really helps you get through this thing, right? Yeah. Like so how's the, what, are you listening to music? Are you listening to the podcast? Yeah, probably or, the podcast. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm just listening. <laughs> so like one thing that I, I – I do a lot is just a lot of positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I put on some music, you know, probably around mile 30, mm-hmm. but I did really the first 30 miles, just me and my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually was, you know, I actually didn't feel good for the first 30 miles. And I are actually, you running that whole time? That first uh, 30 miles? Mostly? You're walking, you're, you're running and, like and then w- walking the hills yeah. really. Yeah. Um, but I actually was, um, for the first 30 miles, I was, uh, pretty much in last. I came into the aid station at mile 10. Okay. Um, actually five places back from last. Wow. Okay. So I was like the back of the pack. <laughs> I was not feeling good. Right. Um, I came up, you know, the first three and a half miles is up that ski slope. I was uh, second to last to the top of wow. that ski slope. And I was in a really, really, I just didn't feel good huh. until I saw my crew at mile 30. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to put my headphones on. I'm going to like rock out to some TLC and then we'll go <gasps> from there. I was hoping that you were listening to the middle. <laughs> no, that'd be good though. That'd be really good. That's my summer jam. <laughs> so are you feeling like first 10 miles, this isn't going to happen. I'm going to drop out like those. Yeah. There I mean, was, you you there, said positive thoughts, but those negative ones got to creep it's in. It's always in the back of your mind. So, you know, this race is really aggressive with the cutoffs. You yeah, know, if you come right. into an aid station and you're not on pace, they're pulling you off the course. Yeah. I mean, I, I read 81% of the people finish, which. Which is huge. Which Usually is a it's huge about amount. 60. Yeah. Which is a huge amount. But. Like you said, this is the Boston Marathon. So these are like experienced yeah. uh, ultra marathoners. So you would think there would be a high rate of finishing. Yeah. But 81%. It's actually, that's very high. high. Usually it's about right. 60 wow. to 65%. Okay. So I came into Robinson Flat, mile 30, um, with 20 minutes to get in and out. Wow. If I wasn't out in 20 minutes, they, they were, were pulling me off, off the course. course. Wow. That was the closest I had gotten to being pulled off the course, 20 minutes. Wow. If I was 20 minutes slower, yeah. um, they were going to pull me off the course. And then I kind of woke up. Um, and I, and I really started rolling and I ended up, you know, at one point I was on about an hour under the cutoff and then, you know, got, you know, you started to slow down and then mm-hmm. finished about a half hour under that cutoff. So, so were there any points, was it early where you thought, was that the worst point of the race or were there other points? Yeah. The it's worst, gotta be like an up and down the worst, level of emotion. Yeah. The I'm worst sure. point in the race was to mile 30. Okay. Wow. Um, I just did. You got better. Wow. I, yeah. I, it's I crazy. Felt the better. sauna training. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of self doubt. Yeah. Um, until mile 30. And then I saw my crew and I started really rolling. Um, did really, really well through the canyons, which is definitely the hardest part mm-hmm. of the course. 
And then I remember getting to Devil's Thumb, which is the hardest climb of the day. It's uh, 1.8 miles, um, about 1,700 feet of gain. So about 100 feet a mile. What? What? Sorry, what 100 mile? feet. 100 feet per tenth of a mile. What, That's a mile 46. And what? What point of the race is this? In the canyons, it's hot. It's mile, you know, 46 miles wow. in. Wow. I remember getting to the top of that and just like crying because I was like, <laughs> okay, I got to here. I can finish the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, from mile 30, you know, feeling good after mile 30, I knew that I had it the whole race. I was going to be close, but I knew that I could keep going. Can you like? Can you see other runners? Are you ever passing anybody? You're passing are they people. In the same? You're passing people, but it's it's not like a you know. There's there's sections where you might be 20, 30, 40 minutes and not see anyone. Wow. But we we, we tend to kind of run in groups, so you know you might get to a group and then right. Did be, you pack with anybody? First? I, I packed with some people. Um, I packed with Corey Reese, who's a who's a really influential ultra runner. Um, he writes for Ultra Running Magazine. He wrote a book. Um, mm-hmm. Nowhere near first. Mm-hmm. It's a really great book. I would recommend reading it. Just came out with another book called Into the Furnace, which is him uh, running Badwater. If you've heard of that, yep. race. Him, he's uh, upping your sauna. <laughs> yeah, he's upping my sauna training. <laughs> so I followed your race on your Instagram account. Yeah. Who is managing your social media? Uh, my wonderful girlfriend Alana. She, we we did this last year for Zion. I was like, okay, you're gonna log into my you're gonna log into my Instagram and you're gonna update everyone because like there's not really a lot of service out there. So even the live race tracking, there's a bit of a lag with it. Um, so, you know, everyone appreciates it when you're like, Oh yeah, Kyle's Kyle's at this point in the race and, and he's yeah. alive and he's alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, so the other thing I noticed about all of the pictures on your Instagram account is you're wearing the same thing in all of them. And it's the same thing you're wearing today. Yes. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> I actually, he hasn't changed since. I, I haven't oh, changed I has, it, has this shirt been washed? Yeah. It, I did wash it actually twice because it went through 100 miles of running. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm wearing this uh, really cool ultra prototype. It's a button-up shirt, but it's made out of a tech fabric. We'll tweet out a picture of us together, obviously. It's a tech fabric. Looks like a plaid. Yeah, it's a plaid. It's a collared shirt. Like this Fan- this man did 100 miles in a collared shirt. <laughs> yeah, and actually what's really cool about it, there's also oh, a, a, a sunglasses phone. wipe. Oh, very cool. In nice. the shirt. So, you know, that's the yeah. problem with tech shirts is you get your glasses all messed yeah. up and doesn't absorb any water. So you can't really <laughs> So it was just one shirt? It was I mean, one shirt. That's a good shirt. question. You wore the same shirt the entire time. Same shirt, think. same pair of shorts. Wow. The whole time. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I would think that would be, but I mean, different shoes and socks. Uh, yeah. Well, I like to change my shoes and socks. Every, different types of shoes or yeah, just I actually, different pairs? So okay. like the first 30 miles of the course, I wore a trail shoe. Right. The Lone Peak. Um, the Lone Peak, yep. which I wore a prototype that comes out next month. Look at that. Um, nice. Yeah. Competitive the, advantage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. And then I switched into uh, another trail shoe, a little bit of higher, higher cushion trail shoe nice. called the Temp until yep. mile 62. And then I put on some road shoes because the last 38 miles of the course is this really nice single track, no rocks, no roots. You can wear road shoes and you're golden. Um, and I wore the Paradigm, nice. which uh, it also was a prototype that comes out on Monday. This comes out very soon. All right, so let's get to the end, towards the end of the race. You're wearing the Paradigm. You're, you feel good about, you know, being able to finish and not, not you know, being uh, taken by this, what, what they call it, the sweeper. Yeah, like the, the sweeper, the yeah, cutoffs, yeah. The cutoffs. So are you, like, blistered? Are you, like, barely, you know, barely running or are you no. running or feeling like good? I was like, feeling how's good how's that so going the last 10 miles of the race last 10 miles of the race actually so as I said the last you know 38 is really really mm-hmm. runnable yeah so like going into Auburn Lakes trails which is mile 85 
I was rocking like 12 minute miles. Wow. I was gold. Like I was rolling because you can, you know, there's no rocks, there's no roots. You know, I felt really good. This race is about really getting to a hundred K mile 62 alive. Cause mm-hmm. the first 62 miles, it's rocks and canyons and heat. And then like the last 38's a party. So I was <laughs> rolling. I was rolling like 12 minute miles, awesome. you know, 11 minute miles. Um, so I was going really, really, really strong. Yeah. Um, which is great, and I was coherent as well because sometimes people being up for thirty hours was they aren't caffeine? coherent. It was caffeine. <laughs> so yeah. I imagine that the toll that this takes on your body is like really interesting to scientists. So were there any people like doing any studies? <laughs> yeah. So one th- really cool thing about Western states is they allow medical researchers to do uh, their gr- doctorate or graduate mm-hmm. testing. So I actually did. I can. Uh, I participated in a study for for goo. Um, where they were doing uh, GI testing, and the way that they did that, they had to uh, you had to provide a stool sample <laughs> during before, the race, before the race, oh, before the race. Okay. It was for you know up to forty eight hours before the race, yeah. you had to provide a stool sample, and then you had to provide one afterwards, and then mail it to them. <laughs> mail. I put yes, I put a, a sample in the mail, and I yeah. mailed it to them. But the goal of it was, you know, the the thing that kills a lot of people in these races is their stomach just goes foul. Sure. So they're trying to figure out like what types of gut bacteria are in people who have problems and what types of gut bacteria are do people have that don't have problems. Have they did they have they come to any conclusions yet? No, so this was the first time they did this study. Um, I'm luckily a person who has no gut problems while Yeah, cuz I was going to say like the 20 minutes could have easily been, you know, taken by a problem like yeah, that. Yeah, by a problem easily. like that. Yeah. Easily, easily, yeah. easily. So I'm really lucky. I can really eat whatever I want while I run. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll be I'll be in this study. Um, and, you know, it has some other applications, too. They're like, yeah, you know, hopefully we can find, like, some some really good probiotics so, like, we could help kids with, like, in Africa with dysentery. And, you know, there's other applications wow. as well. So it was really great to be a part of this study. It was a little odd providing a stool sample. <laughs> and mailing it, yeah. Mailing it. Yeah. Um, I also had to give it to someone. Is that why you had to race. move? <laughs> yeah. Your mailman made you move? Yeah. yeah. I had to. Oh, um, yeah. It was funny because I had to drop it off the day of the race. And I thought Alana was behind me and I looked, I had my little bag. It was yeah. a brown paper bag yeah. with this, the vial in it. And I looked back at her and I said, so where do I drop up my poop? <laughs> and I realized in the crowd, she wasn't behind oh me. And I looked at a random stranger, like dead in the eye. And I was like, yeah, so where do I drop off my poop? <laughs> um, and luckily enough, the medical student was like right there and was like, oh, Kyle, hi, oh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for participating yeah, in our yeah, medical yeah. study. <laughs> so that was, I was kind of like saved there. Maybe, but uh, as it you was, alluded to before, the ultra crowd is, is yeah. a bit unique. Maybe <laughs> yeah, they were fine with it. Maybe somebody was not phased at all. They weren't phased. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm kind of really excited to learn about the, uh, yeah. the results of that That's test. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so take us when you to, to the point where you're finishing the race. It's got to be like a, oh, a yeah. range of emotions. Of so it's really funny. So the race finishes on the track mm-hmm. up at Pleiser High School in Auburn, and so you got to do about 300 meters on the track. Oh, I would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's so funny. Get onto the track, and now you're just like overswept with emotion. So I'm like I'm bawling my eyes out (laughs) and like also i realized that i was like close enough that if i started to pick it up like i could get 
29 27 instead of 29 28 mm-hmm. so like that last 200 i was booking it <laughs> i was actually going uh under eight minute pace wow. for that last 200 remind everybody the significance of between 29 27 29 28 no i just wanted to you know just say i was a minute faster right right you know, okay. there was no significance besides <laughs> okay. my own ego Right, um, it's just a random time. So like I finished else. the race. Like yeah. I finished, I got, I finished the race, yeah. and like I was bawling my oh, eyes man, out. I bet, man. And like I was like, you know, came into this race, you know, I was, you know, had some issues with injury, and like finished this race, like really only running twenty miles a week, to be honest wow. with you. Um, so I, they sat me down, and I was crying, and like the medical, one of the nurses <laughs> came over to me, and she's like, "Hey, Kyle, how's it going?" Um, you're crying like a lot. <laughs> are you hurt or are you emotional? I was like, I'm just really like I finished the race. I'm just really emotional right now. I was like, literally, I I looked like I I looked like a like a college girl like after yeah. she came out like a night at the bar because right. my hair was all ratted <laughs> and messy. Um, my shirt was unbuttoned. Like I was just crying. If I had mascara on, it'd be like streaked all the way down. You should wear mascara to your next race. Oh, I'd look great. So yeah, that was, that was a really funny moment. She's like, Hey, you're crying a lot. (laughs) I was like, I know. So what did, what was it like when you reconnected with your family and friends? Oh, so it's, what's really cool about that race is the, at, at mile uh, 99 Roby point, they actually, you can, your crew can meet you there and they can run you in. Uh, So I actually had, my whole crew run on the track with me and then they stepped off so I could cross the finish line. So it was really cool being reconnected with them after, you know, fighting through the night with just my pacer. What time of the day did you finish? I finished at like 1030 in the morning. morning. So yeah, I did that. And then, you know, sat down, took my shoes off, had no blisters, which was great. Um, my feet are, are great. You know, got to thank ultra and also got to give a shout out to Belega. Nice. keeping me through yeah. it um but yeah you know no blister problems or anything That's so i was crazy. happy to that and then you know a couple uh a couple about an hour later they give you your uh your belt buckle which well, is engraved which yeah. is engraved yeah yeah and we will tweet out a picture of uh kyle's belt buckle as well at pace the nation uh yeah this is is awesome yeah um it was quite a day for Western states, uh, even in the heat. I wanted your thoughts on Jim Walmsley, who uh, set the record out there. I yeah. think he ran 14 hours and 30 minutes. 30 minutes, That's yeah. unbelievable. Um, so it's really great because the, the previous course record was set on a really cool day. It was about you know 78 right. degrees. Um, and him w- winning and beating yeah. the course record by over 26 minutes on a hot day where it's 102 is just even more impressive. Um, it was his third time trying to win the race. He had kind of two races before where he had dropped out of one because his stomach went sour. The other one, he got lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really, really great for him to win. Um, yeah. And I was really happy. He also had to uh, fight off a, a bear cub and his mama. <laughs> yeah, he was coming down to, to mile 96 and there was a bear and her cubs in the middle of the trail. And he's like, this is going to be the thing that keeps me from winning this race this year. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm going to just get mauled by a, a bear. Dream, dream come true. Yeah, Docs has talked yeah. about that many times on the show in a marathon, uh, like when yeah. you're dying, uh, getting mauled by a bear. Well, I'm glad he. I uh, think if I made it 90, dreams. 96 miles, I would rather go the final. <laughs> yeah, he four. probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'd want to get mile. I want to get mauled by a bear on that <laughs> ski lift. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I'm so happy he won. He totally deserves it. He's one of the hardest working people. Um, kind of has 
a good group of people there. He's about six of, you know, five, six athletes that he calls the Coconino Cowboys. He trains with, um, is very similar to the, uh, Oregon project, the Nike, Oregon, project. the Nike, Oregon okay, project yeah. where they're all kind of training together. Yep. They're all trying to win these races. So he had actually him and four other of his athletes, um, were running this race wow. and, and, uh, that's that's great. Go back to the bear cub again. <laughs> yeah. Like, what what did he have to do to escape the bear? He just like froze, and he just waited wow. for them to like walk away, Pass. and he just kept running. Wow. So, um, starting and stopping that must be. I mean, for him, he's probably run. I mean, he's got to be running close to you know. He's running under ten minute pace. Yeah, and so, at, at points of that race, he's going you know sub seven pace. Like he's throwing oh down gosh. like six thirty miles. So for him to stop there, that's a significant event. And yeah. for you guys to stop and start, that is just to me. That's that's is that the hardest part of the race? Yeah. One of the uh, one of the mottos is beware beware the chair. So, yeah. You know, I'm I'm right. sitting in my chair again, my shoes. Everybody's taking care of you. Everyone's yeah. taking yeah. care yeah. of me, and like there's just this thing where you're like, I want to sit in this chair <laughs> forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like I was at an aid station. I was at Rocky Chucky, the water crossing, yeah. and my. Joe knew I was getting close to those cutoffs. So it was like, Kyle, you're only sitting here for 10 minutes. You know, we're going to get it. you in and get you in. I was like, but like, can I stay really for 15? Nice. <laughs> and like literally like lift it, like push the chair over. <laughs> so I had to get out. Yeah. Um, so you really got to, you know, you don't want to sit down too long. It gets kind of yeah. hectic. Um, so you said that the winners stay around to like yeah. for all the finishers. So did you get to talk to Jim at all? No, but the funny thing is, as I did get to, uh, talk to his parents oh that's cool so i was sitting under the tent you know i was in my chair and um there's this couple next to me um and this is after they announced you know the winners and everything and i kind of just like looked over at these people and they were wearing you know hokas and a hoka shirt and a hoka hat Mm -hmm. and the woman looked at me she goes oh congratulations Mm -hmm. um congratulations on your finish what what's your secret and I was like, oh, yeah, so this is my secret. Um, if you go so slow that you hit the canyons at sunset instead of the middle of the day, you don't have to deal with the heat. And that's my secret. And you thought but you were like giving her like the secret recipe. I thought I was race. giving her like the sagest advice <laughs> yeah. in the world. She was like, oh, man, that's that's some, some woke stuff right yeah. there. So like she she like kind of laughs and she goes, yeah. oh, I'll tell that to my son. And I go, oh, who's your son? And she goes, Jim. <laughs> and I was like, yes, please tell your son, course record holder Jim Wamsley, to go slow enough in the canyons. Right. So That's that was great. that was really, really funny. And they were they were so, so nice. They're about That's they're awesome. very nice people, but it was really but funny. She set you up. She <laughs> set <laughs> she set yeah. me up for that. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, just go really, really slow. You know, that's that's the trick. Yeah, wow. So that was super funny. Well, dude, I mean, finishing in 14 and a half hours, finishing in 29, either, I mean, amazing. It, either, either, both of those accomplishments are amazing. Just finishing the thing. Yeah. 100.2 getting a belt miles. Buckle. Getting yeah. a belt buckle. With your name on it. With mm-hmm. my name, With on name, it. name I didn't know it. they put your name on that it. Is that just, is very... Yeah. Uh, incredible Wicked man. Discovery. Um, I mean, y- you should be very proud and, uh, you know, I, I don't know where you go from here. I yeah. Mean, what's, what's next? What, h- how do you top that? You uh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm actually honestly going to take a little bit of a step away from the hundred mile distance yeah. for a while. I really want to focus on, uh, some fast 50 Ks. Okay. Um, I'd love to try to break four hours for a 50 K. That's nice. my next goal. Um, All right. and then just staying in the lottery. So I'll have to run, you know, I'm going to have to keep running a hundred miler every year, but it's not going to be the, f- the focus. Well, you can always find uh, Kyle around 
all five of the Pacers running locations. Uh, how can we find you on uh, Twitter and Instagram? I, I'm sorry I didn't follow him on, on the Instagram where his girlfriend was tweeting out all these pictures yeah. or uh, Instagramming out all these pictures. So you can follow me at Living the Rep Life. Okay. Which is my Instagram, and I don't I don't actually use Twitter. Oh, Twitter. So it's just Instagram. It's just gotcha. Instagram, okay. and um, it's a, just a great collection of uh, all the stuff that I do for you guys and yep. all the places I get to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the best way well, to follow me. Definitely give him a follow. You can even check two years ago where he uh, Instagrammed a picture that won him twenty dollars yeah. at the beer mile. Do you remember what it was? I, I actually don't remember. It was a it was a boomerang of one of the other athletes vomiting oh, into that's a right, trash right, can. Right. So it like kind of like goes <laughs> in right. and was, out. Oh, yeah. and it was epic. That was it was very cool. epic. The, the, he <laughs> caught the moment where she was uh, hurling, and I was uh, I was waiting at the trash can yeah. for someone yeah. to knowing that that was going to be the. Uh, the winner that's the payoff that's it that's the money all right kyle congratulations man thank you so much for joining us hey thank you for having me this has always been a a dream of mine since i moved down here you've accomplished everything i mean it's a western nothing else nothing uh, else left in life (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know what what else where do i go from here i don't know (laughs) all right kyle congratulations again kyle northrup thanks again for joining us hey thank you for having me guys all right there he goes kyle northrup he just finished the western states ultra uh, endurance run that's 100.2 miles. Unbelievable stuff. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Kyle Northrup for joining us on today's program. Uh, he... Just completed Western States. I didn't know what Western States. I've heard of Western States, but before you described it, I didn't know. I said, I, you know, originally I said it was all in Auburn, California. Of course, 100 miles. It's not going to be all in one <laughs> they spot. They just do laps around yeah, exactly. the, same, the same place. That'd be lame. Uh, they could do it around that. It, I guess the track where they finish is in Auburn, California. Well, there are races like that where you oh. see how many uh, miles you can run in yeah. 24 hours. Yes. And it's the same, like, one or two mile I think loop. We talked, yeah, we talked about the guy who cheated, the guy who cheated doing mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it went from Squaw Valley or Squawk Valley to Squaw, Squaw. Squaw Valley. Yeah. Anyways, but... Uh, very cool uh, race. I, I, I'm surprised he didn't run into to more issues, or uh, or at least he didn't say he it. he made it sound a lot easier than it <laughs> I know, is. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he he's trying to get more people into that ultra scene. Exactly. It's a breeze. That's, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Kyle is is fantastic. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram. He's a he's a worthwhile Instagram follow. It's unless you don't like boomerangs, <laughs> like somebody I know. The the all about that no it's not all about that rep life what's the instagram handle live in the rep life live in the rep life mm-hmm. yeah you keep advertising wanna, somebody else's account <laughs> i don't want to muddy the waters live in the live yeah. in the rep rep life you know when i was in high school i remember watching after practice one day before dinner they had on espn a 100 mile race um and it was obviously mm-hmm. abbreviated into like a half hour espn program or whatever and i remember that they mentioned that they awarded everybody a silver belt buckle that mm-hmm. finished 100 miles in under 24 hours and that just struck with me i was like that is such a disproportionate prize for <laughs> such a, a difficult such a accomplishment feat, right, right. i love it right I, yeah. I i was in love with the the belt buckle ever since then yeah and we'll, uh, we'll it's, t- yeah we'll tweet out a picture of the belt buckle that kyle had uh but yeah i agree disproportionate uh prize but uh, a, a, you but know, in a good way. A good way, absolutely. Yeah. 
no doubt. Uh, all right. Well, we mentioned with Kyle that the record for Western states was uh, accomplished last week by Jim Wamsley. Wamsley. Too bad he's not here to help you with the pronunciation. Jim Wamsley, uh, he ran 14 hours and 30 minutes uh, in the Western States 100-miler. I mean, 14 hours. So I'm trying to do the math on that. So that's Mm -hmm. 7 hours and 15 minutes for 50 miles. And then (laughs) you cut that in half. I mean, and, and, you know, I mean, Kyle was kind of breaking it down, saying he's running 6.30 pace at some points. Well, at different points, at of different course, points. Yeah. So then you, you break down 7 hours and 15 minutes, divide that by 2, mm-hmm. and we're talking 3 hours and 45 minutes for each 25 miles. I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, doing a marathon in that time is, is incredible, much less uh, going up and down. Well, that's less than a, that's less than a marathon. Yeah, it's less than a mile, <laughs> and mile point. Yeah. Anyways, that's how yeah. I broke it down in my head. And, and just to, that gave me some context of how amazing that was. So uh, very cool to, uh, to hear the story of, of Jim and his parents and um, them sort of mocking Kyle at the end. That was great. Yeah. Um, so... That was your favorite part. That was. <laughs> there was some other uh, running news this past week that I wanted to touch on. Uh, we uh, have talked a lot about the Boston Marathon, and, and I've, I've said many times that we're going to no longer talk about Desi and the mm-hmm. Boston Marathon win. Well, one more time, <laughs> I just wanted to bring her up because she has decided to move on from the Hansons group, uh, who she's been running with for the past dozen years. Yeah. So she's no longer going to run for Hansons. I broke that news to you guys. You did. You broke that news to mm-hmm. us and um, to, to Joanne and I. You probably saw it on Let's Run or something like that. Not in Let's Run. I think I saw it on, on Twitter, like right when it happened, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, remarkable in that. You're never on Twitter. I'm on, yeah, I'll, yeah. I, I'm usually 24 hours behind on Twitter. So yeah. uh, I was... Pretty proud of myself for breaking the news to you, you guys know. in this social media day. Well, he, I, I still need <laughs> Joanna to confirm that I broke the news to her, though. Yeah, that that happened. So okay. you, you, you yeah. did find out. I mean, well, I was kind of surprised. I mean, after the biggest race of her life, mm-hmm. that the next step she has is to leave the group who got her there. But uh, you know, it's because that guy hugged her who wasn't her husband. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that was her. I think that was her agent. Actually, uh, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't her coach but no. anyways uh and that had nothing to do with it so uh, totally know, new to that. uh but I, I guess i was really surprised uh so she she leaves the hansons group Especially, and then announces that she's going to run the new york city marathon this fall so it's not like she's retiring right. i mean she's ramping it up and running uh you know uh new york in the fall well, it's especially surprising given how long that she's been with that group. I mean, we've right. seen other people that will, uh, you know, run for a particular brand um, and then cash in after a big right. race when they're only professional for one or two years or something like that. It's it's amazing that, like you said, she's had a 12-year run with Hanson. So at, yeah. at this point, you kind of think that that's a marriage that's going to last for the entire career. Were you surprised, Joanna? Um, I was surprised that she announced who she's going to train with. No, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I feel like a lot of these guys then go train on their own or do their own thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I think she's still going to run for Brooks, but um, I don't know. I oh, mean, she's still with the she's still with Brooks. It's just a different training. Yeah, group. just a, well, uh-huh. maybe not even a training group. I, and she's earned the right to kind of make her own decisions, obviously. Of course. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought uh, 
the, the, I'm with you. I was I was surprised by that news. Uh, I, I liked uh, Hanson's also posted a um, a response, and they said that they're all about developing runners mm-hmm. and, and helping them get to that next stage. And obviously, Desi has um, accomplished everything and then some right so and, she's arrived and, so they don't yeah, yeah they, 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 there's no right. developing that they need to do there <laughs> right but honestly she she arrived like 10 yeah, years, years ago. ago that's true that's true <laughs> multiple what is she's like top 10 in the olympics and yeah so she's gonna yeah. run new york in the fall that was also news uh this week uh also a marathon news another boston marathoner uh that we had on the program a few weeks ago oh kira 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 carlstrom uh now it's diamato uh, D'Amato. What's her What's her, what's her uh, <laughs> tagline? It's not the storm anymore. It's uh, no. What's her oh, nickname? nickname? The apostrophe. The apostrophe. Well, yeah. maybe that's I don't know. Your, that's her nickname. I, I decided. That's, that's what Joanna calls her. Well, you know, she was she was ready to qualify for the Olympic trials at the Boston Marathon. Obviously, it was a tough day to do it, and did and she didn't do it that day. But she went to Grandma's uh, two weeks ago and did qualify for the trials. She ran two forty four. So, our former guest, where are they now? Well, mm-hmm. Kira is now an Olympic trials qualifier for mm-hmm. Atlanta in 2020. And she got two and a half root beer floats. <laughs> I'm sure. Because uh, 10 miles equals a root beer float. That's right. Yep. Good callbacks. Uh, what, mm-hmm. was the, what was the thing you called back on the Kyle interview that I said, wow? Uh, was it the strawberries? No. Mm-hmm. Was no, it was watermelon. Watermelon. Kate, Kate right. Murphy Kate, likes Kate eating Murphy. watermelon. That's, right. that's what it was. Um, all right, so we're now plow- we've called that back twice. We're pl- we're plowing through professional running news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to, to mention that the U.S. Championships that happened uh, this pack, past week at Drake in Iowa. Right. Uh, if you- a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around, does it make a sound? <laughs> and how does that relate to Drake? I didn't watch the races oh, gotcha. because the World Cup was on. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I so think you guys are breaking news to me right now. The biggest news that I saw from it, I mean, the, the races were great, and we can touch on a couple of the races, but this story of Tory Franklin really stood out to me. Uh, so, Joanna, you can um, tell us more about this Tory Franklin per, per, this a, this athlete who was with Wassell and then... Yeah, you know. so Tory Franklin is a triple jumper, okay. which is um, arguably not an event that most people publicize a lot like it just doesn't get a lot of media attention right um so she signed a contract with Wazelle in November Mm -hmm. of last year it was a year contract typically Wazelle deals in year contracts she set an American record um she had a really outstanding year and she had some offers from some other companies and she wanted to take one and Wazelle even though she was under contract even though she was under contract so Wazelle was willing to let her be released on July 1st, but they wanted her to compete at USA's mm. in the Wazelle kit. Okay. And she uh, decided to go with her Her other sponsor, wanted her to compete in their kit at USA's, so she wow. broke her contract and went with another brand. Uh, that's too bad. What I thought was really interesting is that former guest of Pace the Nation, Sally mm-hmm. Bergeson, put herself out there and kind of wrote a uh, and a letter to the editor type thing, uh, style about this, an open letter, letter. uh, an open letter. Yeah. That's a better term for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, an open letter that was, that was, uh, (laughs) I I think was, was kind of very like transparent. And, uh, you know, I thought, you know, she, she put herself out there and, you know, 
she sounded really kind of hurt by this and um, you know, I thought it was pretty cool that Sally did that. And you can tell that she's really connected to these athletes and she's, this is really, um, you know, part of the heart and soul of Wassell that they sponsor these women and they are trying to get these women to the next level. And they understand that the, the athletes like Kate Grace will go on and get a, a contract with another, uh, another vendor, uh, or another, uh, you know, another company, but with, with another company, I mean, it, but they're, they're springboarding their career yeah. with, with Wazell, but they, you know, the window is short and they want to cash in. And, and they depend on these women to really promote their brand at these yeah. big events. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'd recommend uh, reading that. Uh, I thought that was um But is, is this really woman going to be giving Wazell any money back? For yeah, she's returning the sponsorship, the whole $3,500 right. that she was given mm-hmm. for the year. Right. So it's pretty insignificant in, in uh you know the, the the amount of i mean this is why wassell does this to get athletes like her to compete on the national stage right. and be on nbc and uh it's just disappointing that she wasn't uh she wasn't in the wassell kit she was in another kit so i thought that was interesting um on the track uh, or that was interesting off the track but on the track uh, well uh, technically the triple jumps off the track as well. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Uh, I, I thought there was some uh really compelling races um uh joanna's partial to emma coburn uh, seven times seven time national champ champion in the, in the, in the 3K. i just put up 10 fingers <laughs> uh so <laughs> that was very cool um uh also matthew sensuitz former guest as we talk junior. about former guests uh matthew sensuitz jr, jr. Mm-hmm. um you know he was uh the champion in the 1500 and i thought that was a big moment uh, for him, I think so too. Since leaving Alberto's group, no, I mean, not that he's left the group. Um, he's still he's still running for Nike. He's still running for Nike and still running in that Oregon Project uh, kit. Right. But but he's training here in Northern Virginia yep. with his father. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So I, I think and, um, and there are people that have written him off since the Olympics. Absolutely. Because he he dealt with injuries in 2017 and. Um, hasn't really had a, a showcase performance. Yep, abs- absolutely. So um, I'm going to start a rumor that just related to, to, yes. to, to Matthew, which I, I can't I, – I didn't get this from any inside source. It's just what I am thinking. I'm this just going to throw it out there on the record. Chris Farley unplugged. Yeah, unplugged. So, I, yeah, I didn't hear – Coach didn't tell anything like this. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't hear from Matthew. didn't hear from Coach or anybody. He's going to run the Pace Nation. Matthew's former coach just got the job in Seattle. I could see Matthew, You're talking about his former college coach. Co- former college coach, mm-hmm. Andy. Uh, Andy, who, who we had uh, Chinese food with in we, London. We yep. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, that's how everybody knows that's him. A, that's a random, totally random story, but yes. That's how everybody knows him. Uh, so Andy's now... He and his wife are coaching... Uh, the the UW program, I could see Matthew going there, maybe taking like an assistant coaching job, something like that. So mm-hmm. I'm just starting this this random rumor, but I could see him going back and running for. for Joanna, has this rumor been on Let's Run at all? I have not seen that on Let's Run. She kind of takes right. so Farley, She, she Farley probably is... takes the summer off from Let's Run. So she <laughs> but no, I, I, she was looking at Let's Run right now oh, while right. you and I were talking. <laughs> oh, okay. She's addicted. To so, it. anyways, that's uh, my my hairbrain 
theory that might okay. probably will never come to fruition. Right, well, I'm glad on um, a long show we just dedicated 15 right, right. minutes <laughs> yeah, to yeah, exactly. your I know. So now let's now. let's move yes. on to Shelby okay, Houlihan. Okay, Shelby Houlihan. <laughs> I thought that was uh, uh, another highlight. Obviously, she was a double winner in the 1500 and the 5 The first one in 18 years. Wow. Since? Bernard uh, Lagat. <laughs> was it Bernard Lagat who did it? Uh, well, on the women's side. On the oh. women's side. <laughs> Drug cheat oh, Regina, Regina Jacobs, Jacobs okay. in 2000. Wow. Okay. I like when they call her Drug Gina. Yeah. <laughs> so Regina Jacobs did it. So pe- uh, people don't know the Regina Jacobs story. She dominated yes. uh, the U.S. championships and U.S. races in the 90s and the early 2000s, but never ran on the world stage she wouldn't go to any of the big races Mm -hmm. she wouldn't go to europe and race uh but she would always just come out and just set american records and they finally caught her for for cheating it was like one of those everybody knows everybody knew it because she won't go to any race where she's going to be drug tested right right so that was the first time i didn't i didn't know that stat i i I did know that she ran about 13 seconds for the last 100 meters uh in that 5k which is unbelievable which if you haven't seen it it's an incredible finish she just finds a whole other gear which is i mean literally looks like she's run the 200 (laughs) it's it's unbelievable um also a shout out to jenny simpson who is second in the women's Mm -hmm. 1500 as always gracious to shelby um and i just really always appreciate how jenny behaves even in defeat Yes, yeah, which is. is not that often. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, I also want to say that Aji Wilson won the women's 800. Okay. No surprise there. But Kayla Edwards, who trains with Emma Coburn, went under two for the first time. It was a really fast women's 800. And her reaction when she runs under two, even though she got fourth place, was unbelievable. Very so cool. she's like one of my new favorite runners. So, Docs, you missed out. I know you're watching a lot of World Cup. but mm-hmm. So just watch com- those four races. I've, I've seen some of the races. It was good. It was a good, good U.S. championships. Um I didn't love that. Just me back to Centro. I didn't love the the celebration that Centro did. I didn't get it. What did he do? Uh, he, he, he called nine one one to report a murder. Yeah, but who was murdered? I guess the rest of the field. I uh, saw him. I saw him do with, the, yeah. the thing with the hand. I didn't yeah. know they called nine one one. How I did just, you even know that? Well, he said he, that. He afterwards. said it. Yeah, I just feel uh. like it fell a little flat. Like it yeah. wasn't. It, I have no problem at all with Matthew yeah. or any other runners having personality on the finish line. Agreed. Um, but I just that it's one just felt a dumb bit. Yeah, that Raise felt your game. flat. Yeah, because I just a little bit. Yeah, it, it didn't resonate with me because I didn't get it. Yeah. I guess when you've won the championship that many times you're out of ideas yeah <laughs> you know it's like Probably. it's like how dumb steve smith's uh celebrations were in the end zone he scores right. too many touchdowns right. and he's run out of dumb ideas like changing a baby's diaper it's so stupid that was well bad. noah lyles in the one in the 200 during his interview he did say that he ahead of time plans his like celebration dance mm-hmm. and if he doesn't win then he just like has one in his back pocket right. for the next race yeah so i think matthew needs to workshop a few yeah. more things so i mean we can bring him in here and workshop yeah I'm, I'm okay with that. I before he moves to Seattle. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. should get him before that. What uh, was the best celebration ever after somebody won a race in track and field? I actually love Matthew's celebration when he won the gold medal because that wasn't choreographed. It was, yeah, yeah, it was really so you, you, authentic. But, and, so, and I did see Coach in the Stands was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe I'll revise my question. What's the best choreographed celebration? Well, the guy who the, the, the guy who always won the steeplechase Kim Boy yeah Kim Boy yeah those were always really entertaining yeah uh, Kim Boy really short um, you know I, mean, I, I was gonna say skinny yeah skinny like they're all not skinny but just he, he was like Mr. Personality um, smaller guy 
Mm-hmm. I was trying to define him by his his uh, stature, like that's going to help. Right. And uh, right, uh, but yeah, he was great. Um, I, that that would be my my favorite guy. You didn't like the fire extinguisher on the shoes? Nah, I thought that was pretty <laughs> weak. Yeah. Okay, Joanna. I think that would have been that's better than Matthews. Yeah. It makes more sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Don't know. I don't know. Well, anyways, well, tweet us and tell us what your favorite <laughs> exactly. <bit> was. <laughs> exactly. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Uh, Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, still, sign up for the Crystal City uh, 5K uh, Twilight Race that's coming up July 21st. So. Get signed up for that now. It's about a month, a little less than a month away. Uh, you can also do the beer mile. Uh, Docs is not going to be there, unfortunately, but hopefully, Kyle, we can convince him to come back. I think Kyle will, will be a, a really hard sell <laughs> to get him there for that. Yeah, I think we can probably. And if you don't want to end up in one of Kyle's boomerangs, <laughs> there are two training opportunities. Right. Yeah, there are two training opportunities. So you can practice and, you know, kind of hone uh your skills uh and those are at navy yard right joanna um one's in navy yard and one's at 14th street all right so check runpatients.com for that uh, for those details one time i went out to navy yard to do one of those beer mile training sessions but i ran in navy yard it was 10 miles to get there (laughs) and by the time i got there i was like nah that's it yeah so I just watched everybody drink beers and run around the block. <laughs> well, that's a that's a good uh, good training run. I wonder if uh, your coach would allow you to do that this year. Mm-hmm. We have a very flexible training schedule. If I said I good. need to get hammered during a run, <laughs> I think she'd be okay with that. Yeah, she seems like she would. All right, finally, I'm going to save these these two other stories for next week. Uh, if what we a can tease. Do, if we can do next week, I'm actually not sure. I'm out of town as we kind of figure Ugh. out our schedule on air here. You're the worst. And uh, when are you going to watch that movie? Yeah, and we got to I got to watch. Have you not watched one yet? He hasn't I watched haven't. anything yet. Yeah. I, I'm going to be gone next week. I'm going to I promise you I will watch how, Casablanca when I'm gone. Yeah, how can you not watch Casablanca? You're just on vacation for a week and you didn't even I watch know. a movie. Right. I I will watch Casablanca when I'm gone. Um, remember one time when you said that you went somewhere and there was a topic that you wanted to talk about and bring up and you said I'm going to bring it up later on? Mm. I knew you were going to forget it. Was it on this show? No, this was a long. This was like two months ago. You said, "Oh, there's this topic that uh, I'm just going to tease it with Docs." There's something that I oh, really want to. Yeah, story. there there is there is a there's a guest who I'm excited to bring on that okay. has some stories that I think would be okay. Right as well. long as as long as it still. Oh exists. no, it still exists. Okay. Oh no, that's still. I don't exists. want you to forget yeah. about no, this no, thing. Still okay. All right, great show, guys. Uh, Docs, we didn't really get to what was bothering you this week. Nothing's bothering me. That's why. Okay, that's good. What's bothering me is that you won't watch Casablanca. All right, there it is. That's what's bothering Docs. I know everybody was on the edge of the seat for that. Mm -hmm. All right, that's William E. Docs for Joanny Russo. Thank you to Kyle Northrup, our guest, for joining us today. Awesome job completing Western States. Even though he said he brought us snacks and then we never got them. (laughs) Where are those strawberries or watermelon? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I love to track Salt-covered strawberries. All right, I'm Chris Farley. This is Space the Nation. We will see you next time.
Thank you. I um I usually prepare more questions, but that was actually better than usual. It's very, it's oh, very because we got to, to participate. Because <laughs> my, my nanny's out of town and like it was way better. It's, it's very organic. <laughs>